beautiful. Welcome to Ratchet Hipster Podcast. The Ratchet Hipster movement is about healing and elevating the black woman, period. I'm your host, Shell, aka The Ratchet Hipster. If you're ready to be you, unapologetically tune in. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Ratchet Hipster. I'm your host, Shell, and I would like to start by saying that today is my birthday. Whoop, 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 whoop. Well, not actually today, but at the release of this episode, it's my 30th birthday. So, whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm super excited. I'm so glad you're listening. I'm super excited about this episode. And so, per usual, I just want to start this episode with gratitude. Um, as it's like my birthday i'll start with being grateful to be alive being grateful to be 30 like i always thought i'd be afraid of 30 but like i'm so so excited to be 30 it's just like a new era for me like it's kind of a chance to to reinvent and start over and be unapologetically who the fuck i want to be and so i'm i'm uber excited (laughs) but also um one i'm a little sick so if i like cough a little bit or if i sound different yes i'm sick on my birthday it's cool ignore all of that um but i would just like to say thank you for joining us thank you for coming to listen to this episode as always i'm it's like internally grateful for you guys listening like streaming every time repeat visit repeat visitors repeat listeners like love you guys couldn't do it without my ratchets so also you know enjoy my birthday (laughs) um if you want go ahead and shout us out on the facebook page the instagram page we're back on social media we're um we're on instagram as ratchet hipster is the period ratchet hipster we're on facebook as ratchet hipster podcast and i'm on twitter um as i shoot for stars so you know follow me on all this say happy birthday let me know that you're listening let me know what your favorite part of this episode is let me know what your favorite episode was like i love to hear from you guys um and i always appreciate hearing from you guys i always love the feedback all right but um enough about that again happy birthday to me thank you guys for coming and let's get started all right so this week i actually have two readings the first one is going to be a letter i wrote um sometime during 28 i want to say like the beginning of 28 um if you've been down 28 was a difficult year for me (laughs) so um this letter i wrote to me all right it goes dear Nichelle, i'm doing this for you i owe you the biggest apology of all i should have healed years ago but i always choose love it's easier to love someone else than to admit i'm broken inside well now it seems i have to do it or i will be hurt again it's a deep wound i want to be seen and appreciated and yet do i see myself Do I appreciate myself? No. (laughs) I'm sorry for the disrespect. If you're not going, if you're not being celebrated, you should leave. You act like you don't realize how much you do for others. Except that you do. You want them to show appreciation, but you want it to be earned. That's trauma. Heal that shit. (laughs) When appreciation is not freely given, you just go harder. 
stop that shit you deserve a break you've proven your worth to everyone and there's nothing left to prove you don't have to prove anything anymore this healing is and can only be for Nichelle. the next 28 years are for just you take a breath before making decisions and if you change your mind that's okay check in with me every day we can get through this together and we may hurt people in the process but we won't sacrifice ourselves anymore for others our happiness is at stake because another deep blow like that may take me out i love you nichelle i'm sorry for everything and i'm doing better you'll see love shell you like how I spoke to Nichelle there? Nichelle's the mature one. <laughs> um, and I think at that time I was like, you know, Shell kind of took over my life and did that year for me. But then, oh, sorry. Next, there's this journal entry. This journal entry is the first entry I wrote after my 29th birthday. Um it's a couple of weeks ago. I don't think I wrote on my birthday, but it's the first entry of 29. And I want you to see my growth. All right. Monday, December 13th. I just want to pause and say that's Taylor Swift's birthday. Let's acknowledge that. Anyway, Monday, December 13th, 2021 at 1030 a.m. Good morning, Michelle. They say when you know who you are, nobody can tell you who to be. I just found out my name means like God and victorious woman. My middle name means divine. I told you you were a goddess. Goddess of transformation. You take things and turn them new. Something different. Nothing and no one is the same after you, girl. Lift your head because your people are looking. It's time to step into your light, into your power. You have done the healing. You have found me again. We co-create this life with God, learning and teaching lessons of the soul. I'm living my manifestations and I love it. I'm only doing the work of God and living authentically from here on out. I'm on such a high vibe. I'm a bomb ass, boss ass, rich ass, happy ass, smart ass, beautiful ass, gorgeous ass, funny ass, strong ass, ambitious ass, kind ass, amazing ass, bitch, period. <laughs> the end. So again, I hope you see the growth between 28 and 29 in the span of a year. And that's one of my favorites quotes is a lot can happen in a year so whatever you're holding back on or doubting yourself on or waiting start now and then you know let me know how you how you feeling in a year what you look like in a year if that's your your getting your body back if that's getting back into your spiritual things if that's just just getting to know you again just start now like what are you waiting on and See how you feel in a year. All right, so let's jump to our topic, which is the lessons of 29. Um, if you've been around, I did this last year. I did lessons of 28. Um, 
and I really enjoyed it and listeners really enjoyed it it's got really pretty good streams so I was like hey let's make this a thing um I enjoy getting reflective around this time of year um I love that my birthday is is in November because to me that's kind of the it's the end of the year it's a time of reflection um so I spend the end of my birth year or, or you know my personal calendar year whatever you want to say reflecting and shedding things that I no longer need things that no longer serve me um transforming and evolving into the the next year me reinventing myself what can I do better how can I be better I always spend this time around my birthday just really thinking what has the past year brought to me what do I want my next year to look like and it just so happens to kind of fall in line with December so all this reflection and you know lessons that I've learned in the last year kind of helped me into the next um the next month next month's episode will be about the word of the year um every year I choose an intentional word that kind of focuses my year um so again reflecting on where I am and where I want to be kind of helps me change um but that's next month this this month is just the reflection um and I want to again say I'm so grateful to make it to 30 like people don't always make it to 30 um especially around these parts like I am grateful to still have mental like stability I'm grateful to wake up every day and be able to walk and talk and communicate and all of the little things that we just don't even think about use of like my fingers or just any little weird thing I'm eternally grateful but anyway here we go here are the lessons that I have learned at the ripe old age of 29 and things that I will be doing differently at 30 um if you want to take your break right here and go back and listen to lesson of lessons of 28 go right ahead and jump right back in and whew, listen to the things that I've learned all right so first lesson having the right language matters um, sometimes there's something that's happening to you or something that you are experiencing and you can't quite communicate what that is to others, even your closest people. It's hard for you to say, hey, this is happening. And you're then the, and then someone will say it to you in, in a way that makes sense to you, maybe, or someone will explain a personal experience of theirs. And then you're like, that's it that's that's what I've been trying to say that is what I'm going through that's what I'm experiencing the whole time I've been trying to to tell you that but I didn't have the language having the right language matters my example for this is that somewhere in 2829 I realized that I had ADHD I feel like this is my first time saying it publicly so again vulnerability here um when I think when I found that out I, I literally broke down crying I was like oh my god this explains so much oh my god this explains like the struggle of my whole life Whew. I was I cried but I was mostly relieved because that shit will have you feeling like a continuous failure all the time like why is it so easy for everyone else but this just seems so difficult for me to keep up at the same level, you know? 
Um, then maybe a year or so later, uh, or a couple months, I'm like, probably a couple months, because it's been a majority of this year, I realized that I also have autism or am on the autistic spectrum. I'm still trying to figure out how to correctly say that. Um, I'm not going to go into it deep here. I'm going to do a whole episode on it. It's going to be called Weird Black Girl. So look out for that if this has, you know, piqued your interest. <laughs> anyway, um, until until I heard other people, especially other black women talking about their experience with ADHD and autism, I, it never crossed my mind. It never occurred to me what you think of ADHD and autism is is kids bouncing off when you always think kids so a lot of times you always think like white kids or white people um the predominant predominant picture of autism is little white boys and so for me as an adult as an, as an adult black woman I it never it would have never crossed my mind but I found a community that would put it put it into words put it into words that made sense to me put it into things that I identified with like it just explained everything to me it explained my need for routine but my inability to stick to a routine long term autism versus ADHD it explained why I couldn't I can never remember my keys my wallet my bullet journal my phone I'm losing them all the time like I used to just be like oh this is mommy brain uh, but this tracks back to before I was even a mommy <laughs> I like I I remember one time I left my whole wallet in the basket at Sam's and like drove off before I was like okay keys phone wallet wallet where's my wallet and had to go back and get it Thankfully, no one had realized it was there yet, so I was able to get it before it was stolen or anything was stolen out of it, but it was just that, that spacey brain um, that also explains like how I will lose a thought in the middle of speaking it. I will be talking and be like, damn, what was I saying? And have to really think hard about it, and sometimes I don't get it back. I don't get the thought back. I will lose that train of thought. Um, excuse me. It explained why I have been terrible all my life at social interactions. Like, I don't understand people. I am so awkward. I just thought I was awkward. But I also hate eye contact. It makes me so uncomfortable. Um, if I'm making eye contact with you, I'm definitely forcing it because I feel like you want me to make eye contact with you. And prior to, to knowing that this was an autistic trait, I always thought it was something wrong with me. Like, I just thought, you know, maybe I'm I'm a, a shady person. I don't like people looking me in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe I'm just, you know, a low-key weirdo. Um, but things like that, before I had the language, once I learned the language, I it just made sense to me. It made my whole life make sense. I was seeing people put my life experiences into words, and that helped me better able to explain myself and who I am to others to the people around me like I literally am this nowadays it's like oh it's the autism like <laughs> I I get myself in a, in a better way I understand my why's 
for me and for myself even if other people are like Heffa you're not autistic like I'm just like well that's that's you but for me this 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 is this is my life this is the truth for me this is the language that I needed and I can advocate for myself now I can say you know I'm not actually being a bitch right here I need this for my own personal support I'm not trying to be bitchy but I don't like this you know I'm able to advocate for myself now when I'm like I don't like the windows down I don't like air blowing on me I have a reason it's it's sensory overload for me I hate it so now it's not just me being difficult which as a black woman is so easy for us to be labeled as being a bitch or being difficult especially me with being a picky eater and not wanting to eat my food at the restaurant oh my family hates that but you want to know what now I don't give a fuck because hey it's the autism <laughs> I don't be caring. <laughs> All right, so again, having the right language helps me thrive. Like when I can ask for that accommodation and people can do that for me, it's amazing. I don't have to just suffer in silence anymore. So yes, having the right language is important. This is more of like a sub lesson. It wasn't one of my main ones initially it was but I was trying to trim them down but I just couldn't really let this one go um and it's don't follow rules you don't understand like for me as a newly discovered neurodivergent person it's so real for me I need to know why I need to know why we're doing this I I need to know like I love rules I like to follow rules but why why are we doing this why are we doing it this way instead of that way why is there a specific reason that we're doing this like allowing this but not allowing that is there is, is there any way that you can explain it to me in the way that I understand it and if you can't then most likely I'm just gonna really take it into my own hands and make it make sense to me and do what's best for me or do what I think is best for the situation because if you if it doesn't make sense to you and you can't make it make sense to me then why are we doing it <laughs> this is a, like just another example of having the right language matters but I didn't want to turn it into a whole lesson <laughs> I also want to say don't go out there breaking laws talking about some shit tell me don't follow rules I don't understand Nah, player, I just mean ask a couple questions. Don't be out there just breaking whole laws and trying to put it on me. I am not going to help you. <laughs> anyway, um, the next lesson is lose the battle, win the war. And ha, if y'all knew how on time this message was for me. When I wrote it, when I was writing out, like, you know, brainstorming things that I've kind of learned this year. And then I went back to kind of put more details into this lesson. I was like, I look at that on time as in my life I am writing this I'm living it and as I'm speaking it I feel like I'm I'm winning like I don't it may seems like a loss on the outside but baby if you knew what I knew you know I'm winning anyway <laughs> in life we will face countless adversaries what we have to learn is how to pick our battles is this worth my time is this worth my energy is this worth my peace mostly it's not worth my peace but if it if it's if it's not let it ride you just deal with it 
but if if not handling it will cause you internal unrest if it will disturb your spirit disturb your peace like if you if arguing with you about it oh no that's not what i meant to say like if you're arguing with yourself about it like this means that this is a battle that you need to fight because it's disturbing your peace and it's not worth your peace so understand that choosing to fight for something is important but the win is not the win is not the goal the win is not what's important it's not what matters um so when i say lose the battle sometimes you gotta lose the battle sometimes it's, it's not worth picking the fight and sometimes if you even if you do pick that fight pick this battle sometimes it's okay to lose that battle if you're going to win the war in the end game um sometimes we'll have to have uncomfortable conversations and we won't win those but it's important what matters is that we spoke up because it disturbed our just disturbed our spirit there's no point in you sitting there feeling the type of way and you don't say anything about it because it's only bothering you it's not bothering the other person or people involved so if it's if it's disturbing your spirit speak on it but know that the the goal of that is not to win the goal of that is to maintain your peace all right um again sometimes we won't win those little battles but what's important is that we spoke up we made a ripple that may turn into a wave later on we don't know what this conversation will change minor or major but like we advocated for ourselves and if it comes back around we can do we can we can do this again like we can try again because what we're not gonna do is let something sit in your spirit and cause you unrest and the other person is big chilling absolutely not um <laughs> Anyway, as far as the war that we're winning, think of it as a battle of self-love. I love and respect myself enough to choose not to argue with you today. I love and respect myself enough to advocate for myself on this issue. I love and respect myself enough to know that I've said my piece and it's up to them to receive it or not. And I love and respect myself enough to spin the block about me <laughs> should this issue arise again. If you're going to keep trying me, I'm going to say it again. You know what I'm saying? Because the war that we want to win at the end of the day is for us. It's for ourselves. I love and respect myself. So I will battle. I will, I will pick up a battle, but I'm going to choose my battles because every battle don't need me. All right. But when it comes for my peace, well, then that's that's when I'm going to get up. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, win or lose, it's, it's about my, my, my self-respect. The end game is loving and respecting myself and knowing, you know, when to choose me. If that, if that makes sense. I feel like when I wrote this, y'all, it was like a whole think piece. And I was like, shit, yeah, that's good. But as I'm saying it, I'm like, damn, I hope this makes sense to someone else. Oh, so I hope that helped someone if that made any sense lose a battle to win the war all right our next lesson is be your favorite version of yourself in every moment um and I love this one I love this one because we're always talking about like our higher self and all that good stuff but I just want to be my favorite self. <laughs> we spend a 
and I, when I say we, I'm including me. We spend a lot of time aiming to be our higher selves, the higher, better version of, of ourselves. And that's not wrong. We should definitely do that for the most part. But sometimes I really just want to be my favorite version of me. And sometimes that is not my higher self version. <laughs> sometimes my favorite version of Nichelle is not the love and light Nichelle. It's not the one that's got it all together. Uh, uh, uh. Sometimes my favorite version of me is the introverted me. <laughs> and uh, and she's at home in a random assortment of clothes, comfy clothes, leggings, uh, fluffy socks, sweatshirt, like something like that, a robe or a hoodie, something like that. I, I'm at home chilling, watching my comfort shows, which for a long time it was friends, but right now it's girlfriends. I will put, I have watched girlfriends like too many times to count in this last year or so like I know everything <laughs> but sometimes that's my favorite version of me sitting at home chilling hair looking a mess me looking a mess tv on playing the sims for hours that I'm not even tracking wake up like look up and like what time is it like that's my favorite version of shell and sometimes I'm gonna be her sometimes my favorite my favorite version of me is socialite shell and that's when I'm putting on real clothes and doing my hair and putting on jewelry oh a nigga never put on jewelry <laughs> but like I'm putting on like clothes that I don't often wear and I'm like Ooh. I didn't even know I had this dress. I didn't even know I looked this good in this dress. And that shell gets to go out and have brunch with her best friend and fall in the bushes afterwards. And sometimes that is my favorite version of me. And she has a damn good time. <laughs> but that was that's not necessarily my higher self version. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a little bit of ratchet shell. And it's okay. <laughs> and sometimes my favorite version of me is boss shell where I'm getting shit done and I am working on myself and I am improving myself and I am furthering my career and 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 engulfing myself in my purpose and sometimes I love that version of me but sometimes I don't sometimes I don't want to do all that I have a lot of versions of shell and I love all of those women <laughs> um I love all of them even the ones that don't have the healthiest of habits even the ones that are a little toxic the ones that need to to work on themselves a little bit more i love every version of me like i love that i'm a layered being and that i am learning my layers and i want to love all of those layers anyway what i've learned is to be my favorite version of me at all times and that keeps me from living with shouldas and wouldas you know what i'm saying if I'm always choosing to honor the me that I want to be in each moment, then I have less regrets. I don't want to have to be a boss shell when I'm really feeling like introvert shell. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to put on a front when that's not how I'm feeling right now. And I know life does call for that in some occasions, but I try not to make it a, a recurring thing. I'm really trying to build my life in such a way that I have the freedom to be who I need to be in every moment that I need to be and I'm not on anybody else's time and I'm not on anybody else's um like I guess time because if I'm on your time then I have to be a certain shell during that time it's not that's not for me 
I want to live again with less regrets by choosing to honor the me that I want to be at every moment as much as I can. All right. Because again, it ain't always like that, but you know, the intention is there. All right. So my voice sounded terrible when I said it. <laughs> Our next lesson is may your heart remain breakable, but never by the same hand twice. That is actually a Taylor quote, Taylor Swift quote. I heard her say it at a concert, I want to say in 2018, and it's just stuck with me ever since. I love it. (laughs) To me, it's like saying, keep your heart soft, be open to love and experiences, but also don't let people play with you. Mm -mm, None of that. (laughs) Mm -mm, Fool me once, all that jazz, but never twice never three times like no (laughs) like I've learned I've learned that hurt people hurt people like no truer statement hurt people hurt people and if you walk around with old hurt that you'll be closed off to new joy so if you continue to live in in fear of pain or someone hurting you or breaking your heart or doing the same things that other people did you'll hide away from like real love and real pleasurable experiences and and real happiness like you will you'll you'll hide from it you won't be open to it because you're so closed off in in pain so excuse me and when I say love I mean everything I'm not just talking about like romantic relationships I think we should just definitely pull back the focus of that um when I say love I mean like love is children laughing and playing all the time and it's it's going outside and the wind blowing on your in your face and um love is is sharing an experience with someone that that you care about and me personally like I know I've life done got my ass a couple of times, like shook me to my core quite a few, but like I just refuse to let like a handful of bad experiences turn my my rose colored glasses black. Like I still feel like I live in like a romantic comedy or something. <laughs> like I still romanticize my life. And and it really doesn't matter how I guess how many times that you've been hurt that sounds terrible it does matter how many times that you've been hurt but what I like to live by is that it's gonna happen people are gonna hurt you hurt people hurt people's people out here that are not fixing themselves that are not loving themselves that are not going to therapy they're just walking around making more hurt creating more trauma generational trauma they're just hurting people and that's just that's just gonna happen so again may your heart remain breakable be open to new experiences and joyful experiences but don't let people play with you like you you fucked me over last time I see you I see that you're not quite you know healed I see that you're still in the same place don't come back over here with all that I love you but I'm loving you from a distance I love you but like arms reach arms length like back back 50 feet so again I've I want to say that you should be able to love people and experience them with boundaries and 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 if if that person is someone that has caused you pain or that experience has hurt you before 
I don't want to I don't want you to close yourself off to all people and all people like that or all experiences that are similar again it's it's practicing I guess it would be practicing discernment like remaining open remaining grateful and seeking happy pleasurable experiences will change the way you think and it also will change the people around you because once you set up that boundary like I love you but you're just not gonna play with me like that and <clears throat> go back and listen to boundaries um but once you do that it's a game changer the people around you will change or they'll at the very least get their shit together and be like dang I can't play with her like that no more like reiterate may your heart remain breakable but never by the same hand twice all right so our last lesson is never have one source of anything and i mean anything like we hear multiple streams of income all the time and yes the pandemic taught us that we should have multiple streams of income for when one is funny acting or cut off and now we fucked but as an advocate of rest that's me <laughs> most of your income sources should be passive income i'm sorry in my opinion so that means that you don't have to exert a bunch of time and or energy to receive from this source of income all right it should kind of just be you know people are like i make money in my sleep let's figure out some ways that we can actually make some money in our sleep you know that's just me um but also this does not just mean money it just not it does not stop at multiple streams of income you should never have one source of anything um first example is love you should not have just one person that is your love person you should have a community of people that love you stop putting all your love eggs into romantic baskets I think I said that just a minute ago. It's not always about romantic relationships. Platonic love is lit. My, my best friend is like a beast. Like platonic love is, I love it. Family love, also lit. A community of love, oh, it just doesn't get better than that. So be sure to create yourself a community of love multiple people that love you in the ways that you need to be loved and no i am not telling you to have a boyfriend and a boyfriend number two i'm simply saying that you should not be solely focusing on a romantic relationship and then if y'all break up or that ends that you don't have any other source of love you should have a community of love you should have friends that love you not i don't know co-workers that love you you should have people around you that love and support you and recognize you and like that is absolutely essential essential they love you in the different ways that you need to be loved because we do have different ways and my friend can do this for me but my sister can do this for me like a community of people that love and support you and then you also just need to kind of make sure that you're in someone's community to love and support them as well you should be a part of numerous people's community of support and love that's just my hippy dippy thought process anyway another thing is joy you should never have more you should never have more you should have more than one source of joy and happiness it should never just be a person 
it I'm not saying that it can that they a person can't be a source of joy for you because that is possible my child is a source of joy for me I love the crap out of that little person (laughs) she makes me happy she makes me laugh but she is not my only source of joy because when she be tripping mm -mm, go in your room (laughs) leave me alone (laughs) excuse me leave me alone Mm -mm. (laughs) your joy sources should also include your hobbies your self-care practices adventures that you want to go on like things that you want to do you should have a selection of joyful things and people to choose from don't limit yourself to one thing right and especially not to one person because people are fickle even my child (laughs) anyway um unless it's my last example another example of to have more than one thing more than one source this word of is peace you should have multiple peaceful practices, multiple things that you do or people that you talk to or experience that bring you peace. These things could be like just sitting in silence. I thoroughly enjoy like turning everything off and just sitting in complete silence for a while. It's a sensory kind of shutdown for me. Um your your peaceful practice could be just going to church it could be serving in your community that actually a lot of people don't recognize that that brings you peace giving back it's it's such a good feeling especially when you give back to kids and they're just so grateful like serving in your community should i'm just gonna highly recommend that that be (laughs) um one of your peaceful practices if it's not now look into it um praying should be can be another source of can be another peaceful practice there we go meditating walking all of those things um side note your peace and your joy are different but they can overlap so i know you're like "Eh, those are the same things but they're they're different but they can be the same thing excuse me something that brings you joy can also bring you peace but not always you know what i'm saying they're not always interchangeable like that but sometimes they can be anyway um just kind of make sure that you have an avenue or two to get the things that you need out of life there are just things that we need peace is something that we need um income is something that we need happiness is is something that you know we should pursue but it's not something that's um it's not a a destination i should say but um if one day Oh, not one day if one isn't working this time this day or this season if one of your incomes if one of your streams of joy or peace or happiness isn't really like meshing with you in this moment or in this season again use another one that's why we have another stream of like peace so if i can't go walking right now because it's raining and it's cold i can go do something else that brings me peace if this person doesn't have the space to um to talk to me today they're dealing with something i can go to someone else because i have a community of people around me that love and support me and so just because this person is having their own personal crisis and they can't be there for me that doesn't mean that i should just shut down that doesn't mean that i should be upset with them because they can't help me it just means that i should have another source i should have another member in my community that can that can help with this 
okay and it's just kind of just like your income streams if one stream of income is not you know working right now we have more if one one stream of peace is not working right now it doesn't fit for me right now do we have more but just never not have these things just because one source is unavailable you should never be lacking in joy or peace or love just because one person or situation can't give you what you're needing you should have multiple streams all right that was my last lesson so <laughs> i hope that these can kind of lead you into the best year of your life <laughs> for me this is 30 um and i'm so blessed and so grateful and so excited to see what this looks like and to see the lessons that i'm going to learn in the next year i'm i'm ready to create or co-create another life that i love i feel like 20s i did so much i accomplished so much and now i'm in such a different space like 20s I checked all the boxes like I had the house the car the kid the marriage the business and now it's like okay I did it I I, I, I did all of that what can what else can I do <laughs> you know like what's next because I can clearly do whatever it is that I want whatever it is that I set my mind to like check my resume so what what do I want 30 to look like for me if I'm dreaming impossible dreams what do I want 30s to look like for me? I just know I'll be having fun. And, uh, you know, when the lessons arise, they won't be so much fun. But I'll be back next year with a hilarious episode of what I learned in my 30s, hopefully, um, chronicling. I hope you guys stick with me through the podcast as we go through these 30s. <laughs> um because I love a good self-deprecating joke. I love to pick fun in myself and I love to share my experiences with you guys, even those that aren't so bright and sunny. Like, I just like being, I guess, transparent and real and honest with you guys. And I think that's why you love me. I did just make you say you love me. You don't got to love me. You could just like me. It's cool. Anyway, um, usually here I kind of reread the the reading so I'm not going to reread the journal entry or the letter um but just want to reiterate that a lot can happen in a year it may not be your birthday um but the end of 2022 is approaching so it is still a time where you can be reflecting and deciding what you want your 2023 to look like what do you want to take with you into this next stage or phase of life and what can you do without what's no longer serving you what what ways um what ways behaviors and things that you have are, are no longer beneficial to you is, is to who you are now you know what i'm saying like are there habits or ways of speaking that you have that should not really go with you into this next season you know what i'm saying um anyway just again again remember to practice gratitude and everything like that just continues to pour blessings over your life always grateful everything is a blessing even when less even when we experience lessons and hardships i feel like those are also blessings because we learn from them and wisdom itself is a gift and so when we go through hard periods of life I'm always looking like, what can I learn from this? 
Like this is BS right now, but there's got to be a lesson. And that lesson to me is wisdom. It's a blessing because the next time I'm in that situation, I know better. I can do better. Um, so again, without running my mouth, everything is a, everything is a blessing. And if that doesn't make you practice gratitude on a regular basis, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, again, next month, we'll be talking about the word of the year. I'll be going over my passwords and showcasing my new word with you guys. And I'm, per usual, super excited. <laughs> All right. So, um, see you next month. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Ratchet Hipster Podcast. I'm your host, Shell. And before we wrap things up, I would just like to invite you all to like and share our Facebook page, Ratchet Hipster Podcast. Like and share our Instagram page, v.ratchethipster. And follow me on Twitter. I shoot the number four stars. All right. Um, and as always, you can email me at ratchethipsterpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love you guys. I love when you send in your, your letters, your journals, and I love your feedback. Um, be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. We are available on most listening streams, but just be sure to leave us a review. I love that. Um, and I appreciate you guys. Until next time.